Hey friends, you're listening to Worst Show Ever. I'm your host, CJ Boyd. I'm in Indianapolis at Postal Records with Man at Home. Hi. Hey. And we just did some pretty weird <laughs> recording. 22-minute <laughs> long song. Yeah. Uh, we're here in Indianapolis, the home of Joyful Noise, which we're both on. And um, Joyful Noise is having kind of a holiday party slash label summit this weekend. And it's been a ton of fun already. Parties tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, they, you guys recorded a Andrew's sisters song. Yeah, we did a, their jingling Christmas song and yeah. kind of made it weird and had Thor play. Yeah, some Thor drums Harris on. Oh, sweet. jumped on. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's been the funnest thing is we're all playing on each other's stuff. I I did a song and then as I was about to leave, Thor came in. and was like, "You should play on our song." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> uh, and then Thor is also the artist in residence. Thor Harris. Uh, who is episode number one of this show? Oh, wow. It's episode one, y'all. Um, and he is the artist in residence for Joyful Noise this next year. So yeah. he's doing, a, in addition to the Christmas songs we're all doing, or holiday songs, um, we're also playing on some of Thor stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's been super fun. Um, there's going to be a couple of, I'm going to do a couple of interviews here. This is the first of them. Uh, Om and I met in Chicago. Uh, a few years ago, probably four or five probably years ago. end of 2014 four, or yes. early 2015. Yeah, you our guys third show ever. Right. Yeah. Third show ever. That's the name. It's of the a podcast. house show. Um, that'd be fun. <laughs> that was our worst show. Yeah, ever. that was the worst one. Because <laughs> oh, then we met yeah. CJ. He sucks. Um, and yeah, Shelby. Shelby. Yeah. Got us together, um, and I'm stoked you guys are on the label now. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys though. You guys have like, like we played house shows together. Mm-hmm. You guys have been kind of, not to toot your horn a little bit, but you've been kind of <laughs> blowing up a little bit lately and like playing much bigger shows. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious where, where your worst show ever will mm-hmm. fall mm-hmm. on the spectrum. Well, um, I mean, I would say just to kind of qualify all of our stories is that like we've played a lot of, we've played some like super weird shows and a lot of them have like, not been with ohm like we're right. all we've been playing music a long time right, right. and have all done all, all kinds of gigs yeah. you know what i mean and some like very 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 bad ones some <laughs> solo gigs some like yeah. but for ohm i think one thing that we do really like is that because we kind of come from the improvisational spirit yeah any any time that we're at a show, it's like, all right, well, we have each other, and that sounds super cheesy, but yeah. we're like, let's let's play yeah. to each other. Well, you, make you the best have to find, yeah, you have to find the the positive aspect to whatever right. situation you're in. So we haven't had, I yeah, there hasn't been a show where it's been like, we're so. But depressed. I think a pretty weird show that we're gonna share the story of yeah. is um, we played a show in a haunted hotel, okay. in. Um, upstate New York, like out in the Catskills, okay. um, kind of near the Pennsylvania border. Okay. And it was in the middle of winter. It was in the middle of winter. And and we like, we pull up to this hotel. So it was, we, we needed to fill a date on our tour. Cause I think we hadn't, we got this one last minute, I think. It was booked, it was booked through a friend of mine who works up there, who I had produced some, um, like experimental, uh, sound projects with in the woods in upstate New York when I was in college when I was living in New York and she lived up there and she knew this woman that was had taken over this 
old hotel. And she was like, all right, I really want, you know, these guys to come, they're around, they have a date off in between. I think we were in between Pittsburgh and New York City. Mm -hmm. So it kind of like works perfectly. Um, this is relatively recent. This was probably like a, a year, year and, and a half, half ago. Yeah, I, I want to say it so. was early 2017. That sounds right. Early 2017. That sounds yeah, right. Yeah, because Matt was with us and mm -hmm. Matt started playing with us in late 2016. So okay. yeah, um, but we we pulled. So we're we're driving through the woods in upstate New York. You know, it's really beautiful and serene. And you know, I I look at my phone because I'm in the car. Mm -hmm bored and I look at my phone and I'm like oh there's no service here and I was like guys we got to be careful like as a joke we, there's you know there's no service and we're about to go to this gig in the middle of nowhere like we we gotta watch out and we pull up to the hotel still have no service on our phones and we look at this hotel and it's built in like the 1800s it's like super old it's a big it's a big yellow hotel and it's right next to the train tracks that's like what this town is kind of based around um right. And so it's like literally train tracks and then you kind of walk up 20 feet of hill and that is the front door of the hotel. Right. So it's right on the, on the train okay. line. Okay. So we go in and <laughs> there's, there's like one person at the bar. It's one person at the bar. It's like a, like kind of a hotel. Yeah. And we knew that we were playing like either in the bar or I don't know. She was like, I don't know where I'm going to have you guys play. There's like a couple of different rooms. We'll figure it out when you get yeah. here. Like, okay. And so we... Um, so we go in and there's, yeah, there's like this old school kind of bar with stained glass and... And the ceilings are really low also. Yeah, ceiling, yeah. And it was, it was really pretty though. It looked like a, like it had been like refurbished kind of old school, old Western hotel or something yeah. like that. And, um, and yeah. <laughs> it's rocking out. We're in a recording studio. I guess We're in a recording studio. <laughs> yeah. Just um, jamming along. But we, yeah, we walk in and I was like, guys, we don't have any cell phone service. This place is haunted. There's ghosts here. And I was just kind of being, you Mace. know, being an annoying little, you know, the little sister, the little of the sister band. in the band being like, guys, there's ghosts. I'm so scared. Yeah. As a joke. Yeah. Macy started talking about ghosts and <laughs> me and Matt, who are. Matt and I are the same age, and we're a couple years older than Macy, so we were like, you know, we're chill. We're the, you know, we're we're the mom and dad of the band. We're uh, we're definitely not afraid of ghosts, but as we learned later in the story, Macy is not afraid of ghosts, and the two of us are very afraid <laughs> of ghosts. <laughs> so so and so part of the deal was like it, we were kind of like playing for tips, but then we also got a room in the hotel. Okay. Um and. It turned out that I think we were the only people staying there that night. I think there yeah. might have been one other person, but we never saw them. So we knew. So they, a ghost. they put us. Right. <laughs> so they put us in the room upstairs. So we, we we met the woman who owned it, who was really wonderful and really nice, and had kind of I think taken over the hotel like a couple years before, and we kind of started getting the story of it from the bartender. Yeah. We, and like. Apparently, like a big part of the history of the hotel is that two people were shot there, and they had the oh. same name. They, they, what were their? They I were think both it was names. like Susan or Sarah or something. Yeah, like, that. like yeah, like two different times. So or the same early, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, in the early nineteen hundreds, a woman got shot on the front stairs by like an angry husband or someone like that. Okay, and she died. Okay, and so that's kind of like, you know, we found out that that was maybe the ghost that's haunting the hotel. But then, 
about in, eight in the 2000s yeah about in like yeah I think like it was a, 2008 even yeah i feel like, like that. that sounds right uh in 2008 the owner of the hotel had shot a woman in the hotel okay and so that's why on the, the steps yeah <laughs> And Wait, was this this owner also an angry husband or someone else? Or? I, I can't remember. I mean, okay. you know, domestic violence is a but, huge but, issue but in America. I'm also so. that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, yes, I don't know. It was something. It was something weird where it was like. I think it was an accident. He was showing his. He was showing oh. off his gun or something to someone, I, and then it went off. Yeah, and it killed this woman. Mm. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Okay. I think it. I think yeah. So anyway, so she's like, yeah, like. The last owner like shot this woman, so like they had to, you know, he Sell went to, the hotel. he went to jail, and I bought it. Mm. And she was from New York City. She'd like moved, and I think was kind of like in the art world or something, and just wanted to take over this hotel. And so anyway, so we we were like, okay, that's kind of crazy. And then the bartender was sort of he was a really nice guy, but you know, kind of gruff, and I think really liked to like fuck with people coming in and. You know, Macy was definitely like, "Are there ghosts?" And like, so he didn't know about and so the ghosts. He got really serious about it, and he and he was like, you know, he lived at the top of the hill that the hotel was like at the bottom of, and he yeah. said that at night he could see ghosts, like or like people in dancing the in the windows yeah. and dancing in the ballroom because there was like a big ballroom on the second floor. Yeah, which yeah. is where they she was gonna have us play, so she took us up to this ballroom, which was like. An empty, like abandoned ballroom. There was stuff. It was super spooky. Like it looked like yeah. you know you're walking into like a horror scene. There's like white curtains everywhere, and it was like <laughs> it, like smells like musk. She was like, I think maybe the heating's not working, so I think maybe you guys shouldn't play here. I'm gonna have you guys play down in the restaurant by the fireplace so that it's like warm and cozy yeah. and and also I don't have a PA, so you guys We're are like, just oh okay. No PA, cool. Yeah, I think <laughs> she, I think she was from the art world and not the music world, so like okay. inv- advancing a speaker was anyway. It like you would have needed to be really specific. Yeah, about, like and what exactly? Equipment yeah, do you have? like I think there yeah. was a monitor, but there was like nothing to get microphones into. Them. Right. So we were like, all right, let's just scrap this and just do like a totally. And then also, she wanted us to play for like a long time. Two hours. Yeah. And we were like, okay, like. Just for tips. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, like, you should, if it, like people will enjoy it. We were like, okay, whatever. So we kind of, and all of us like are, can do gigging music, music yeah. too. So we were like, all right, let's just like play the covers, you know, like yeah. play the hits. We'll play some of our solo stuff. We'll improvise a little bit. We're all, you know. So we kind of just sit down and start doing, we like prepare to do like an acoustic set kind of you know and like in the middle of us playing the lights start flickering behind us (laughs) and we were like oh my god it's the ghost (laughs) yeah and there also i think like most of our audience people yeah was like a table of really drunk ladies yeah really drunk women who were from pennsylvania yeah and they were talking the whole time like really loudly and we're like in a little like intimate fireside again no pa but you're a restaurant so singing yeah. just into the room. Yeah, just into the and room. And like playing guitar and keyboard or? Uh, no, guitar, we're playing we two guitars. Two guitars. Yeah. Okay. I think playing. I had I think my we, violin too. I, right, and I think we had an acoustic guitar on that tour. Yeah, we might have brought one. So, just. yeah, and so anyway, it was just like, and you know, after a while not singing in a microphone, your voice gets really tired. Yeah. yeah. And they were like not listening and they were really drunk. <laughs> and then, I mean, at the end, they like did come up and I, 
They're like, we love it so much. And I think they gave, they all gave us like twenty dollar tips. So it we're was like, nice. All right, like yeah. there, there's like. <laughs> you know, I guess it paid off. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So anyway, so we we played the gig and it was like kind of rough. Lights flickering. We're all kind of getting like worn out, and you know, it's a little bit of one of those where in the back of your mind you're like, what am I doing? Like is it stupid to have pride about this or is it like whatever you know like you're playing music so so it was kind of weird and like definitely was like all right have to make sure we advance (laughs) like at least a speaker yeah we learned our lesson after playing this gig so and and also advance like we're not gonna play for two hours because i think sometimes people like i don't know if they're used to hiring like Jazz well, bands, or like, like piano yeah. bar stuff is different. Like, yeah, there's but even just... like bar bands will totally, totally play for two it's or like... three hours. But also, I feel like in that situation, you usually get paid something. Yes. Yeah. And like, just playing for tips for a few hours is that's kind of yeah. I kind of felt shitty. like you know you know how they like get pot belly sometimes they have like yeah that was exactly <laughs> what it felt buskers. like it felt like busking yeah, yeah. so yeah. Which, you know... You're like, please listen no, to us. That. But anyway, it was really weird. So then we ate dinner, and we went upstairs, and we were like, all right, like... It was the creakiest oh, hotel room Oh, also. and... Oh, no, no, I forgot. There was a guy... <laughs> oh, a guy! Who looked like, he a, looked ghost. like a ghost. <laughs> he was wearing was... all gray and, like, old... It looked like it was, like, old-timey clothes and from it turned out that he was... The like the like the maintenance guy for the building. So we were like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, I was like guys, that guy's a ghost for yeah. sure. So Macy still trolling me and Matt, not realizing she, we had not informed her know. yet that we were actually afraid of ghosts. And and we did like we so we went up to the room. Our room was on the second floor, and then there was a stairwell with a door behind it, like right outside of our room. So we peek up there, and it's like another so but it looks like period time like it's yeah, like like old hadn't been changed old wallpaper right. and um and like that's where the bartender had been you know he'd been screwing with us and was like yeah there's a woman up there and she you know you might see her at night so we're like <laughs> and uh and then so so we kind of and so they can like only heat a couple rooms at a time. So our room was heated, but the rest of the hotel was like not so heated. cold. So it was like yeah. freezing in the rest of the hotel. And so we go into their bed, like the gig's over. We're we watched like, Dude, Where's My right. Car, well, turned it off, and then watched Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. We, we started Dude, Where's My Car because we wanted to introduce Macy to it, but she was like, No, nah, guys, this, no, it's just not good enough. We were like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so we watched Napoleon Dynamite. And oh, and it was a huge king size bed. Oh yeah, we all slept in the bed, or we all watched the movie. We all watched the movie, and then we we banished Matt to the couch, which he was. And that's when like like, he was a little like he was like okay, I know, like I'll I'll go sleep by myself. And the movie ended, and then we were like good night, and I was just like yeah, Macy instantly asleep. Macy went right to sleep, and. So, as we found out the next morning, like, this began the hours of me and Matt, like, trying to go to sleep, but both being so terrified. Like, we just could not sleep, and I, it was that kind of thing where I was too afraid to open my eyes, because I just was so sure that if I opened my eyes, 
there was going to be a ghost, a woman, like, standing at the end of the bed. Right. And at, like, three in the morning, a freight train went by in front of the hotel. So it woke... I, I woke up after that, but it was it was insane because the, the train was literally in front of the hotel. Like, it was it was small, tiny street and then train tracks. Right. And so when the train went by, the whole hotel was just, like, shaking back and forth. For, like, five minutes. Yeah, because it was a freight train. Right. And it was, it was amazing. It was, like... It was really it beautiful. Was, yeah, it was such a cool experience to hear this giant train rolling by and, like, you feel the... You can just feel the impact of it. Yeah. But it was also so scary. And then also... <laughs> like, ghosts are coming. Also, I swear to fucking God, at, like, four in the morning, I heard a... I heard a knock on our door, and I just... Like, I almost pissed myself. I was so <laughs> scared. So, we woke up the next morning, and Macy was like, oh, that train was crazy, but she had, like, slept great. And yeah. me and Matt were, like, scarred for life because we we finally, like, opened up to each other. We were like, I know, like, I'm a grown-up, but I shouldn't. But, like, I'm really scared, and, like, I really thought there were ghosts in there. I just and I was, was like, guys, you should have slept in bed with me. I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, and so that was one of the weirdest gigs that we've ever played. Did you yeah. find out what the knocking was? No. No, I, 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 I no, I just, like, I couldn't like, tell if. Like, Matt heard the knocking too. No, he didn't hear I it. I think only I heard the knocking. Okay. Um, it could have been. I mean, I really think I probably yeah. slept one hour that night. Like, maybe when the sun started coming up, I slept, but. So, I don't know if you do this, when I, when I don't sleep well, I get kind of, my, my line between reality and fantasy is a little mm-hmm. blurry mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, there's times when I wake up and I'm like. Wait, that happened? No, wait, that was a dream. Wait, or did that happen? I don't know yeah. if that happened. Especially because sometimes I'll have dreams that are like way too realistic and mundane and boring. And yeah. Like, I like dream that I woke up right. and yeah. started getting ready. Yeah. Which is a that, that happens dumb to me dream. more yeah. times than I want it to. But so do you feel like there was a knock? In hindsight, do you feel certain that there was a knock or do you feel like there may or may not have not been a knock? I think there was a knock. <laughs> I'm just asking. I've, I'm saying if it was me, I would be uncertain. But do you feel certain that there was a knock? I'm quite sure that there was okay. a knock. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, like, listen, I, I, I could also understand if that was like the maintenance guy came or maybe even right. she was like tapping out for the night and came up to like, fuck with us. And just like, so you know. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I'm quite sure there was a knock. And I'm quite sure it was, like, really in the wee hours because it was after the freight train. And I was just like... I mean, yeah. I I was pretty spooked. I think, you know, and, like, I... I'm, like, not a super religious or spiritual person, but, like, I was... I was a practicing witch when I was uh, young. I, like, converted to paganism to wicca when i was 11 and so i like definitely like think that you know i believe in some of that kind of and and matt does too because matt's like done some kind of stuff with um mediums okay and so yeah i don't know there's kind of a i think it's one of the places where i'm we actually just took that test i think you're more of a skeptic 
Definitely. Than, than me. We yes. just took a philosophy test <laughs> while we were we drinking, or drinking coffee. And like, this is a fun way to pass time. Macy's more of a skeptic. Okay. I when think you said philosophy test, I was like, it doesn't sound like philosophy, <laughs> but you're like saying... Like personal philosophy. Oh, like yes. a okay. quiz. A quiz. Right. Like an online right. quiz. So. so, right. Your personal philosophy. Yeah. You're a skeptic. Yeah. What did you come out as? Um, I mean, we're both like... A believer. Kind of in the same place, but I think... I was definitely, I was notably less of a skeptic than Macy. Okay. Okay. I think I'm a little more of a believer in, I don't know, supernatural okay. and maybe, um, what do you call it, uh, institutions. <laughs> Macy has a healthy skepticism of institutions. <laughs> oh, but you're saying you believe in spiritual, supernatural stuff and you in institutions. Yeah, relatively. Okay. More than this lady. It's just like a rod. <laughs> <laughs> rod yeah. so. I believe in institutions. Yeah. Uh, postal service. I love the postal service. Yeah. My dad worked in the postal well, service go. for years. Good institution. Yeah. We're in a post office right now. That's why I thought of that. Yeah. No. <laughs> see what you see. That's a roll. Now, you guys were saying before, though... This was more of a like crazy show, but there was a different show that was like. Yeah, we played a show. So, the worst feeling show, where we were all just kind of bummed, was um, in Olympia, Washington. I think right before we played at the, oh, we played a show with Bellingham. you in Bellingham. Bellingham. Yeah, yeah. But we were playing in Olympia, Washington, and we got to the venue, and they were like, "Are you, is there a band tonight? You're, like, yeah. you're playing." They didn't tonight? know we were playing. And we were yeah. like, "Yeah, we are," and they were like, "Oh." Let me check. They're like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we don't have you down for that. But. Also, when when we pulled in, it it's like right across the street from this like open square where like a lot of people on drugs are hanging out. Yeah, and we right like, on, like pulled our or yeah, mm-hmm. and we pulled our van in, and like almost immediately we were like straight up being circled. Yeah, yeah, and it was like kind of intense, and then we. Drove around back to unload everything because we were so freaked by that. That you know, it's like in San Francisco, we just take everything out of the van and yeah. just leave it unlocked. And so we just we just wanted to do that. We just didn't want like the van to get bust. You know, have a window okay. busted. So we took all of our suitcases and everything into the venue that didn't know that we were playing. <laughs> and when we and when we were unloading, there was a guy like who was like pretty strung out just like standing next to us like watching us unload like really really right next to us right like it wasn't like he was like scoping out it's like <laughs> he, was he was like in our group of friends. it was like what's that that the hey arnold character the <sighs> the mouth breather that's like right over your shoulder so yeah so it was just kind of a bummer and they didn't remember us and like it had just been a really really long drive um and we were in a really broken down van. And in a very crowded van. We were like... Wonderful we, friends. Yeah, we were doing a oh, tour. Yeah, yeah, we were doing a tour with our friend, um, Alina, who is now in... They're now called uh, Silent Shout. Okay. Um, and it was like a really fun tour, but we were we were just all in the same van. So it was yeah. like super packed, you know? Yeah, how many and, people was that? Uh, she had was, three in her band. It was no, but they brought a sound guy too. So it was oh, seven four, people. Yeah, four with seven people in a tiny band and a marimba. Marimba. Okay. Yeah. So it was crazy. We were really packed, and 
So the show was just like, you know, I think we played to like three people. Maybe we two. Were, we were like trying to... <laughs> three is they, they, overestimating. They left. So once they were like, all right, we're having a show, we'll get a sound person. Even though I think we told them we didn't need one because we had our own sound person. So, so like, there were no locals, I'm guessing. No. Yeah, there were no locals. Right. Oh, no, no, there was a local. They didn't show up. Okay. Oh, local, yes. Local didn't show up. and um, Probably because they didn't know there was a show. Yeah. So you're saying you had booked a local, but... That person didn't show up. Yeah, yes. okay. the local, right. the local okay. did not show up, and um, they fed us, which was great. The food was really good, and then um, we played the show, and uh, so the venue shared a wall with another venue next door, and uh, was it a venue or was it a practice space? No, it was a venue because it, it was a, a show, and it was like a was Led loud. Zeppelin cover band. Playing next door to a roaring crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so we could like, like hear them. them while we were like playing, you know, our nice like It's a real nice like improvised. ego stomp. Yeah. You know? Like every like time. Literally we a Led Zeppelin cover band? It or something. I mean, like a band. It was like heavy in and that loud style. And, okay, like, in that style. Yeah. and it definitely sounded like yeah. covers. Like every time they got a roaring round of applause, we were just like Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, We're not quite God. done with the song yet, but thank you. Um, yeah, so we ended up just kind of like, we didn't even face out. We faced inward towards okay. each other and yeah. just played, you know, we just played for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Looking yeah. And at it each was other. Fun. And it was, it was we, fun. It was we like, had a fun time. You know. And then there was no money. No so money. That right. was also just like a little, a little elbow jab to the ribs afterwards. Right. And we were... I think we also did we have a place to sleep that night? <laughs> <laughs> Macy's a <laughs> I think did we drive to Seattle? I think we drove I think to we Seattle. did. Okay. Yeah. Because we, we stayed with um Mitchell's parents. Mitchell's yeah. parents. We yeah. didn't have a place to stay. So it was okay. just like it was just kinda of one of those things where you like, like it was why am I here? We unloaded the van, we got out, like no one was there, no one wanted us there. And then we got back in and we were like well, let's go. Well, let's just keep let's on leave keeping this place. on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's probably our actual worst show. When you show up and they're like, "I don't think so," that's always a, that's always a bad sign. And then you're like, "Oh my god, let me look at my email." Yeah, <laughs> like, and did I, I fuck I can something only think up? Of once for me, but there's definitely been times. No, probably more than once where I was wrong. Where like one time in Virginia, I just looked at my schedule wrong, and I think I was like. Playing in Harrisburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think that's or I always forget if it's Harrisonburg or Harrisburg. And then, but it was really the next night, and I had a night off, and uh-huh. it was it was actually fine. But my first when they were like, "Yeah, you're playing tomorrow," I was like, "Oh shit, am I supposed to be somewhere else right now?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I just drove here from Richmond or Charlottesville or somewhere. Yeah, especially like, when you're like booking a whole bunch of dates in a row. Yeah. You know how it's. You know, it's easy to kind of mix them up. And I've definitely done this. I'm Now I'm remembering other times, too. That one was fine because yeah. I was just off by a day, and it just meant I was a day early, and I had that night off, and I was like, cool, well, I'm going to hang here and do some booking. Yeah. <laughs> but another time, I this was actually fairly recently, just like maybe last year, where I think I was playing in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and normally, a lot of times when I'm leaving Fayetteville, I'm on my way to Oklahoma mm-hmm. and it just for some reason I was on autopilot and was like, just like went. started going without really looking that like I had looked recently but not right before I started driving Yeah, and then I got like two hours into the drive and I was I think I got a text from somebody about like oh when's your show and I 
checked my schedule to make sure to tell him what time, and I was like, oh, I'm playing in Joplin, or no, not Joplin, uh, Springfield, Missouri. Oh my god! Like, that's where I need to be going right now, not Oklahoma. <laughs> so then I had to be like, turn around and totally go in the opposite direction. Uh, so it's, it, that's the dread that I feel when I show up, and they're like, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, did I up yeah. really your brain speed. starts going on super speed but in this case you guys were right they yeah, just we were right. they, they just, were wrong yeah <laughs> i think they uh if i remember correctly that venue had either just changed order owners or all of the people i think that the person that had booked our show quit okay so it was like there was a, some some turnover in staff right. and we just had totally we fell, got, fell in that middle zone got lost right. in it so and I mean, sometimes that can be also shitty where the new person doesn't honor the commitments of the old person, where they're like, yeah, that guy doesn't work here anymore. Totally. And we're like, yeah, he still booked us a show and never told us that it wasn't happening. Right. So, are we still playing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But, again, you know, like, I think, I think the best, I mean, I don't know if you're shopping for advice to give to people though but I think the best I think just a good way to kind of handle that is just to go on tour and expect if you're going to be touring things like that are going to happen and as long as you're like emotionally prepared to occasionally like play a bad show because that's a that's a part of being a touring musician like you have to learn how to play bad shows and to and to know audiences and and you know, like, you don't get to play to full rooms right off the bat. That's just not... Well, and the first you know. reason you're doing it is because you like it. Right. You know, and you yeah. like doing it probably by yourself at your house, you know? So, mm-hmm. as long as you keep that in mind and the core of why you're literally uprooting your life and traveling around to play music mm-hmm. in other places, right. you know, then it can make any show feel not as bad, even if, right. you know... Though it's funny, this has oh come God. up a lot of times on the show. This would you we both sort of expressed this, but Sima said it earlier about like um, that that existential like we why why, why am I doing this? Yeah. What am I doing with my life? Like, yeah. like that feeling. I mean, I'm totally with you as far as like you have to be prepared and just expect that to mm-hmm. happen. But I will say that right too much of that, and then you start really getting into that yeah that zone of why. Why am I doing this to myself? Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to play alone in your room. It's another yeah. thing to play next to a Led Zeppelin cover band where like you can't hear yourself. Totally. Or, you know, where, where you're like, I wouldn't do this in my house. I would do something else. Yeah, like, I, would, I would wait another <laughs> yeah. couple hours. And yeah. Then, yeah. We, we, on this last tour, can I oh, crawl yeah. into it? Yeah, yeah. On this last tour, we, um, in Texas, we ended up playing like two venues that have double like double occupancy venues so like a big venue and then a small venue and we we were playing the small rooms at both of them and we were playing uh against or whatever the same same time same time as gary newman who has way more fans than us yeah who is like in you know industrial like super loud and they were so sweet and we ended up befriending some of the guys in the band but the second night in San Antonio, it was probably 100 degrees, and we were playing inside of like a non-air-conditioned garage. And so we just, and Gary Newman, and was, Gary was, Newman was going like full steam right when our set was supposed to start. We were like, oh, and, our, and the locals, like, 
they played right on time, like maybe even started early, and then just like dipped. They left. Yeah. yeah. So and and it also was like at the two and a half week mark of a tour, which is like always when. I don't know. I don't know if it's true for everyone else, but I feel like or that's... Or you, because you're always on Right. Tour, but... <laughs> but that's always the point where it's like, I want to go home now. Or like, What's this is, I've been normal... in a van for too long. What's your normal... Is, do you guys have like a typical length? If you I mean, we out? usually do like three weeks, okay. I would say, but this last one was six weeks. Right. Um, so and it actually ended up being a lot, a lot better because we got fine. into the swing of things and yeah, like, right. you know, everything, it became a routine. Right. Um, but yeah, the, this was the two and a half week mark of that tour when we were like, wow, we still have four weeks to go right. yeah. and it's hot right. and I'm kind of crabby, probably hungry and there is loud music happening next door and no one at our show. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, and we ended up just waiting and played like super late. And uh, after and his just played show after ended. Gary Newman, so that okay. all of his people would come over to the show, and they did. It was oh, so. Okay. It ended up we played to people, but it was really hot. We like, yeah. It was just. It's nice when you can night. do that. Yeah, yeah. Was, that just made me think of. There were actually the last time I was in Indianapolis here, um, I played. What was it Fountain Square Music mm-hmm. Festival? Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever do that one? Mm-hmm. No. I I don't know how long it's been around, but. I was playing on a small stage that was very much within earshot of the main stage where Y was playing. Oh, yeah. And I love Y. <laughs> and I know all the lyrics to all of Y's songs. And it was, I mean, I've played plenty of shows where there's something else happening that's much louder. I mean, at a festival, that, yeah. that you kind of, you know, most of the time I expect that, with a few exceptions, where you might be playing at the same time as something else mm-hmm. that's louder than me. But here, that was like the first time where I had the challenge of like, I have to block this out because I, I would rather be listening to this music and just doing that. Like I love this band. I've only mm-hmm. seen them live like twice, mm-hmm. and I have to somehow think about my music and like get in the zone of my music while there's a part of my brain that's just like, but look what's happening over here. <laughs> uh, that was super tricky. It was like a total mind fuck to just try to like block out. You know, and then every time the door would open, you know, then I'd be like, cheerie, cheerie, <laughs> like singing along to <laughs> the songs. Yeah. But in that case, it was like, it's a, it's a festival. It's not like mm-hmm. you can just yeah. start an hour later. It's like there's a yeah. pretty rigorous right. yeah. time, time slot. Um, yeah, that's good. Well, thanks guys for sharing. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much for having Thank us. Thank you. It was fun to kind of relive those. Terrible those terrible moments in our lives. No, those were fun. Yeah. Well, many, many. I hope you have many more worships. This episode of Worst Show Ever was made possible by the Patreon pledges of Dewana Fryman, Meg Roberts. Christina Poez and Evan Quayberg. If you'd like to support this endeavor, please go to patreon.com slash worst show ever.